0: listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 and 88, right across Australia, you're with Lyle and...
1: Come good morning, Lyle, how are you today? Yeah, I'm
0: great today, I'm fantastic today, the sun is shining, the tank is clean, everything is good.
1: <laughs> the tank
0: is yes, clean? Yes, we live with some tanks, it's always surrounded by glass here in the studio. Oh, right?
1: this tank, I feel like I have a tank at home, I'm like, a tank.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, The fishbowl, we're in the fishbowl here. We
1: certainly are, I, I, I tend to ignore it because it all happens behind me, so Yes,
0: yes. You get to yep. see a bit more because See everybody walking through mm-hmm. the doors and all that kind of stuff. How distracting! We have um, some exciting things coming up on today's show. I see you have a quiz question there for us. What is yeah, our What is our quiz question to for quiz, today? the
1: quiz, huh? Okay, our quiz today Why is: uh, not? Let's get What here. city am I? I love geographical ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what city am I? The first clue is: the man who rebuilt the foundations of this city did so at the cost of his first-born son.
0: I know exactly what city this is. Isn't that just I have so the tragic? answer already. Oh, you're it is too clever. Too clever. No, 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 no. I probably have been doing this a little bit longer than some of our <laughs> listeners, but that's Either right.
1: that or you've been flicking through the answers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But man, this city it must be really
1: something if it cost someone their firstborn son. I'm not sure that I would have ever bothered to rebuild this son if I knew it was going to cost me a child. Mm, I'll
0: give an, I'll give you another clue. They were warned that's what it would cost them. Really? And they went they with it warned. anyway.
1: Was it that important to them?
0: They were warned. Oh. Yeah. that's no, a very tragic story. Okay. Um, anyway, if you know the answer, give us a call 1 800 324. Eight four three, or send us a text message zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, or shoot us a message on Facebook, and we will be able to get a prize coming your way. I think we're still giving away um, albums at this particular time. I think probably Melissa Otto ones. So there'll mm. be something there will be something very special coming your way, whatever it might be. What have we got coming up on today's show, Mon? Well,
1: we're going to be interviewing uh, a young lady called Donna, mm-hmm. and uh, we're talking all about her her music ministry. We're going to be playing some. Of her music as well, so I'm really excited about that. Yes, and uh, we're also going it's to a brand be... new music ministry. Love, yeah. You will
0: get to hear something you have never heard before. sing a songwriter.
1: Oh, good. Do you know what? I've never actually heard any of her music. So anything she plays is gonna be, be new the, for me. This will
0: be the first time for you today.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited. Now, apparently, you know her, so you know that she's really great.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm one of I'm I'm, I'm a total groupie.
1: Total- <laughs> <laughs> I might be a groupie by the I end to, of the day. I go to
0: all of their all of their performances.
1: Okay, we're also going to be continuing our study into Saul slash Paul. Mm-hmm. And we're still trying to figure out when exactly Saul became Paul. We haven't uh, we haven't debunked that mystery yet.
0: Okay, we're going to have to find, um, maybe you can find that answer for us. Where is the crossover point where Saul goes from being called Saul to being called Paul? And if you can share that with us from the Bible, then give us a call. 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491-064-669. Okay, so coming up also in our uh, breakfast show, we have... Love Matters with Neil Thompson, one of our favorite sections. We always enjoy what Neil has to say. We have a QA and a section. So if there is a burning question that you would like to send us, then send us your question and we will make it the question of the day. We were just getting hammered yesterday. With questions We mm. were just pouring in from yeah. all over the world.
1: Yeah. We might have to go through a bit of a back catalogue and work our way through all those questions. <laughs> maybe we
0: should. Maybe we should. We had uh, we had um, our British listeners listening to us online. So if you'd like to listen to us online, you know where to do so at faithfm.com.au.
1: And they can also download the TuneIn app and search for Faith FM Australia. And uh, speaking of Melissa Otto, I think we're now about to hear one of her songs, Goodnight My Sunny. Love yeah. Melissa Otto.
2: You until the sun Couldn't see you anymore, good night my sunny. I wish I was next to you. Sunny
0: That was Melissa Rotto. Good night, my Sunny, here on Faith FM. And in the news today, Monica, we have a story coming through... is going
1: to break the hearts of all the 90s kids out there I tell you what. (laughs) Okay
0: so what's our our story that we've got happening here? So
1: actually um, for those of you who haven't heard yet Toys R Us, particularly in the UK is on the brink of going bust so they have to get 15 million pounds together by today I believe and if they can't get it together they'll be closing their 105 105 stores and uh, 3,000 people will be out of jobs.
0: Now how is it possible that Toys R Us are going bust?
1: Yeah you'd you'd think there'd be an endless need for toys wouldn't you but actually they are blaming the digital age and they're saying that kids these days they want tablets and not toys
0: okay so i find this a fascinating story i've got an expert on the line with me this morning and uh darren has spent um his entire life in children's ministry oh wow and uh darren can you hear us there i can hear you yes wonderful um welcome to the show this morning
1: good morning darren
0: we are wondering hey, whether yes, we're wondering whether you can just give us a quick comment on um, you know this whole concept of screens taking over toys.
3: Yes, it is a concern, um, to see toys are us in trouble financially um, is a worry. They've been open since the 1950s, and what was seen during that time is the invention of um, television, but also the um, move towards um, technology um, with smartphones and iPhones, all sorts of things, and iPads and screen time. And the concern is that our children are spending more and more time on their screens. Um, how,
0: how much time are children spending on screens these days?
3: Latest studies say they're spending around about on average nine hours a day.
1: Wow! On
3: some sort <laughs> thats of a full
1: working day.
3: It is. It is. Now, some of the times for education, which we understand, um, there sure. is some advantage of screen time education. But nine hours a day is of huge concern when it comes to our children's health.
0: Okay, so what should parents be doing about this then?
3: Um, my, I'm saying to parents, we need to think about um, variety and balance and moderation. Um, monitoring our kids' screen time, we are the parent. We need to parent in this time and set limits around when they're online and when they're offline. Encouraging them to get outside and um, get in the backyard and build a treehouse and and. In just getting involved in unstructured play. But
1: and interaction with their friends. I just want to say like isn't it I mean I've been reading that also the parents are often part of the problem. Like there's a school now um, St Joseph's Primary School uh, that has had to erect signs at all three entrances to their school saying greet your child with a smile not a mobile because the parents like the you know the kids come home from school and they're like just they're on their they're on their own devices and they sort of just brush the kids off and they get back to their own phone so I feel like this problem is compounded because it's it's an intergenerational problem.
3: Yes, we, we are. And the problem is that we are now parenting from our mobile phone often rather than talking face-to-face communication We are sending text messages and whatever else and online chats with our children rather than actually sitting down and having a meal together and a face-to-face conversation. And you're right, the biggest culprits of this are parents. We want to have our children have offline time. We as parents need to model that and um, have variety and balance and moderation. And unfortunately the worst culprits are dads. Um, We encourage our family to turn off so that they can turn on together and interact together socially.
1: Do you think it's possible for a human to actually become addicted to screens? To online activity? Definitely.
3: It's been listed, at um, least in America, and I'm pretty sure Australia is not far behind, um, as a uh, recognised addiction. Wow. Um, what, I, what I've been reading is that um, it um, has the same effect on the brains any drug does, like cocaine or similar. Um, it has a similar effect, and um, addiction is now a real problem for our, our children of today. <laughs>
0: So apart from the addiction and the and, and the damage that it's doing in a physical way to the brain, are there other consequences of too much screen time that we need to be aware of?
3: Yeah, um, studies have found that um, it's it really causing underdevelopment in the region of the brain. Um, it's stopping our children from handling the strong emotions um, and dealing with those. Um, it's actually pruning the sinus of the brain. The biggest concern is that Um, Now, often our children are online and on screen before the age of two, and um, pediatricians recommend no screen time before the age of two, but um, it's almost been used now as a babysitter for our children, and Mm. that is causing huge problems as the brain develops um, with understanding um, social interaction but also you lose a feel of empathy and all those strong emotions are being pruned, literally pruned out of our children's brains.
1: Uh, yeah, I feel like exactly what you just said. It's almost like they they're becoming they're able to understand computers before they can understand humans. And how many times have I, you know, had a friend who has a kid and they you know, they tell me, Oh, my kid, you know, he could turn on and off the computer and log in and out before he could even speak and I'm like, I don't think that's a good thing.
2: Mm.
0: There's another there's another question I've got here, and that is, you know, um, Australia for a very long time has been a very proud sporting nation that has, you know, punched above, above its body weight for you know twenty twenty odd million people. Um, is that something that is a, is going to become a thing of the past with um, screens taking over?
3: What that is also a concern is um, the, the idea of watching sport <laughs> online rather than getting out and actually kicking the footy with dad or mum or the brother or sister etc. is also becoming more and more of a rare occasion to to witness. And, um, yeah, there is concern for our sporting as well. Um, The whole idea of of children getting out in the sunshine and fresh air and um, just playing together is now something that is um, becoming a rarity. And that is of huge concern for Australia as a nation, where we have always been known for getting out in the sun and enjoying Mm. life. So... And it's often uh, yes, just the simple um,
1: things like that, isn't it? Like, I, um, I've been reading up about these, they call them digital rehabs. You can get like a digital detox, um, particularly in the US and in Asia, where they, you can go to a rehabilitation center for screen addiction. And I was amazed to see that their highly structured residential programs, as they're so called, often just include things as simple as exercise, um, cooking, cleaning, doing the laundry. They're just simple things.
0: Mm, people have
3: just completely what, what lost you would, touch with. what you would call good parenting. Really, it's what you call good parenting is um, getting our children involved in those things. Um, doing the chores around the house um, has so many benefits for our children when it comes to the, their life and um, organisation and doing well in life. And often our children are in their bedrooms alone rather than getting involved in the the. What do you call it the messiness of doing chores mm, together, mm, um, which mm. is a normal well, maybe not anymore, but it's meant to be the normal um, run of the mill family. Well, yeah. thank
1: you very much for your call today, Darren. And uh, for those of you who do have kids, maybe rethink their screen time today um, before it's too late, I guess. Uh, we are now going to be moving on to How Can I Keep from Singing from the beautiful Audrey Assad. Really lovely song. Maybe we could sing instead of looking at our screens today.
2: My life flows on. bye
0: Audrey said, "How can I keep from singing here on Faith FM?" And we have some another fascinating story in the news mm-hmm. this morning. I, I understand that war has broken out in an unusual place. But before we get to that, and uh, of course, we need to remind ourselves that this is positively different radio, mm-hmm. and this is a positively different war.
1: This is, do you know what? Anyway, Lyle? Before we get
0: there, before we get there, yeah.
1: The quiz. The uh, The quiz. quiz. Okay. So, what city am I? The first clue was, the man who rebuilt the foundations of this city did so at the cost of his firstborn son. And Lyle threw an extra hint and said that this guy knew he was going to lose his firstborn uh son.
2: uh
0: He was told.
1: And then the second clue is, this is where Jesus met Zacchaeus, the chief tax (sighs) collector. come on.
2: (laughs) This gives it away.
1: (laughs) What city am I? If you know, give us a call or give us a call. Give us a message a place or place where email. sycamore
0: trees grow. Okay, what are our numbers there? How do they get in contact with us? They
1: can call us on 1-800-324-843. Oh, they can text us on zero four nine one zero six four six six nine, or just message us on our Facebook.
0: Okay, war has broken out in war an unusual place in, in in the world, and this is a positive story—a <laughs> good, good story about war. How do you have a how it's do you a have a good, good story? Okay. It's the
1: best kind of war. Lyle. Okay. War has broken out in the Vatican no City, way. in the Vatican, no way. and would you believe it's priests versus locals? They even called the army.
0: You've got to be joking. The
1: okay. I'm, uh, let's all right, calm down. Right, it's right, a right. snowball fight. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they I'm are having the largest snowfall in six years. Apparently, it's like the rarity of rarities. There's an amazing snowstorm that has hit Rome. And um, yeah, and the city is not equipped to deal with that kind of snow. So they did actually have to call the army to clear up the snow.
0: <laughs> 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 so war has broken out. The army has come in. And you can and see the locals. Everybody's throwing snowballs at each they're other. They're
1: all throwing snowballs. And you can see the locals carrying ski. Up the Spanish Steps. <laughs> it's a great time to be in Rome. Oh,
0: fantastic. Okay, so now apparently the other the other thing that I found most humorous about this is that the storm has come down from Siberia. Oh wow! And it's been named the Beast from the East.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Beast from the East has invaded
0: the Vatican. So you've got oh, East and exactly West. I you know what
1: they're talking about. <laughs> maybe
0: maybe the uh, the the Orthodox and the and and the and the Catholic Church should sort out all their differences over a snowball uh-huh. fight.
1: That, maybe, maybe, maybe we
0: could get the you know, maybe we should. Maybe we need to have a snowball fight in North Korea. Yeah.
1: North Korea. Yeah. Just invite
0: the Americans yeah. over, big snowball fight, get it all out of the system, problem solved. Wouldn't
1: it be amazing if all world problems and politics were solved with a big snowball fight? It would make so much more sense. That'd be amazing.
0: It's interesting, though, because um, there's another story in the news that, um, that in uh, the North Pole, the North Pole has reached temperatures above zero again. And this is a very, very rare event. Wow. Um, but, um, yeah, it's it, it has happened once or twice in the last few years. Never, of course, happened in recorded history until the last few years, which is an indication of global warming, which is causing mm-hmm. um, these more extreme weather events, such as the beast from the east that's turned up in the Vatican.
1: I think the Vatican needs to worry
0: about the beast from within, to be honest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's not go there this morning. So, so with the North (laughs) Pole... um,
0: Okay, everybody needs to worry about that. (laughs) We all need to be worrying about that.
1: So, with the North Pole, I'm just curious. I mean, I love traveling, as you know. Travel is like my number two after Jesus... And maybe family and friends, but travel is very high up there on things that I absolutely love doing. Yes, I
0: know Greenland is a place that you're interested in going. Extremely
1: interested in Greenland.
0: And for the first time, one of the first times ever, the north coast of Greenland will be free of ice.
1: Ah, oh, so this has got me worried because I really want to, I want to hit the north and the south pole, but I'm concerned if I don't get there soon enough. They're going to melt.
0: You do realize that to get to the North and the South Pole is going to. Not
1: on the same trip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a certain level of exertion, right? Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm not made of money or, or that kind of energy. I mean, unless someone out there wants to donate to my uh, Northern Pole Expedition <laughs> Fund. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to see it before it melts and, uh, you know, I want to see those icebergs and stuff. But th- yeah, this has got me concerned. I, I
0: don't think you're going to miss uh, – I don't think it's going to melt entirely in your lifetime. I think you've got plenty of time to see that. But they are talking another another story in the news um, about king penguins oh. um, not surviving until the end of the century.
1: Are you serious? As
0: their food source, they only breed on certain islands in the um, south um, – The Great Southern Ocean Mm -hmm. and uh, around Antarctica. And their food sources are up to 600 kilometres away from their nesting areas. They've got to do a round trip of 600 kilometres to feed their chicks, which is, you know, that's a long way. And the food sources, of course, are moving away as the colder. Uh, water moves away from these areas. Do,
1: I mean, just a quick question. Do they have to be doing um, their breeding on these islands? Why don't they just move island? Why don't they just move closer to the food source? And
0: hopefully that's what will take place. Okay.
1: So maybe um, scientists are trying to figure out how to move them across.
0: Yeah, maybe. That
1: could be a solution. I mean, that to me, that's the obvious solution. If you can't get to the food, move to the food, right?
0: Maybe. We'll, we'll see what happens as yeah. uh, nature adapts.
1: I'm sure there's some sort of like, you know, the temperature's not right for them or something's got to be there.
0: Okay, one more positive story to end mm-hmm. the day on. A renter has discovered a hidden stash of diamonds while oh. cleaning up their flat um, in Cairns.
1: Why doesn't this happen to me? Yes,
0: and they're worth about $10,000, and um, so far the police haven't been able to find the owners of it.
1: He gets to keep it if they don't find someone, right? He does
0: indeed. It reminds me of a story in the Bible in Matthew chapter 13, and let me just turn over there very quickly. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 44 where it says again the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure Mm. hidden in the field, in this case hidden in in an apartment Um, which when a man has found he hides and for joy goes and sells everything that he has and buys that field and of course um, here Jesus likens uh, the kingdom of heaven to being great treasure that we should invest absolutely everything in. And maybe if uh, somebody had known that there was treasure hiding in this flat, then they maybe they would have gone, you know what? I'm just going to go make an offer on that flat and I don't care what they ask for it, I'm going to buy it. Just going to pay for it, yeah. It's mean, not a huge treasure this time, but 10 grand is, like, decent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, it, was it 10
1: grand per diamond and it was, like, a sack of diamonds or something? It was a sack something? of diamonds. Wow. Yeah,
0: with notes, notes of authenticity and, uh, you know, all of the paperwork to go with them. Um, so they're, they're the real thing. They're legit.
1: Wow, that's an, And you know It's so honest of him To actually hand them in yes. I don't know that I could have promised <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I would have had A little the internal struggle there not <laughs> We're now going to be hearing From Fernando Ortega One of my all time favourites um, All creatures Of our God and King FM Australia on 87.6, 87.8 and 88 and I am very excited right now because we have a guest in our studio live with us right now. Welcome along Donna Horn. Hi. How are you today Donna? I heard you got a little bit lost on the way to the studio. I did, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> now Donna, you are here because you are involved in a music ministry. I'm very excited about this because I, I love a good music ministry. I love uh, discovering new songs, new albums, new bands, new artists. Um, tell us a little bit about, um, well actually do you know what, let's do your testimony first. Share, us, share <laughs> with us, our
4: listeners, your testimony. Okay, so um, I wasn't born into a Christian family, and neither was Brad, my husband, who was meant to be here today, but he couldn't make it due to work. Um, neither of us were born into the church um, or in a Christian home. Um, it wasn't until I was 25 mm-hmm. that I just started asking questions, things that didn't make sense to me. As I was you know that, and I'd, I've always had a love for nature yeah and just even when I was like 14 we'd go camping to the Allen River and I'd just go sit on the rocks and just oh I just felt so at peace and I always wondered what it was that drew me to that and just that love for trees and nature and just I just felt so at home and at peace there and I'm getting a bit emotional thinking about it because I just, I just I'd sit there forever if I could mm-hmm,
1: yeah amen yeah <laughs> yeah
4: so I imagine that's what God, you know, Eden was meant to be like. That's what it was meant to be like for us. Is yeah. to have that peace and nature. Yeah. yeah, Eden must have been just the most
1: peaceful, relaxing, calming place ever. Yes. And yeah. now, um, yeah, continue with your story. So you, you like to go camping. How, how did you meet your husband, by the way? Just let me throw back there for a second.
4: Um, it was actually through Adventist Singles. <laughs> so oh, really? It does work for some. Yeah, yeah. For some people, not for me.
1: <laughs> 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 was it one of those uh, Adventist Single cruises?
4: No, it was just, he, he's actually from Western Australia. So oh, me too. Oh, yeah. So he's from Mandurah, Western Australia. Um, and I just happened to put up a profile and was having no luck. And mm-hmm. um, I hadn't been on for... To, yeah, probably a week or something. And then I thought, oh, I'll just check my emails and saw that this, this Brad Horn had been looking at my profile. I thought, oh, he looks all right. Oh. So um, I thought, I'll go on and have a look to see who it was. And when I looked, he'd actually sent me a message a couple of days before. And he, and he, you'd been leaving him hanging. And yeah, <laughs> and he thought that I wasn't going to answer him. And, um, yeah, so I, I did and it just went from there. And Oh, praise the Lord. And here yeah. you are both married. And he moved over here for you? Yes, he did. Oh, so that's so beautiful. Rode his motorbike 4,000 kilometres across the country. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's... Uh, that's I understand you specific. both ride, ride, ride motorbikes these days. Is that we right? I do.
4: Yes, I now have my peas on my motorbike. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. how sweet. <laughs> he rode over here for you and now you're riding his motorbikes for him. That's yeah. very
1: beautiful. So let's go back to your testimony. So you loved being in nature and you started having questions.
4: Yeah, I suppose um, like I grew up more with fortune telling and... Mm-hmm um you know spirits being around and things like that um and i something just didn't make sense it, uh, it scared me like um i have had experiences with ouija boards and things like that and it always brought a fear to me and i thought you know this this isn't a, this isn't a good thing if it's bringing a fear mm. um whereas in nature i was at so at peace like it's just i knew there was something different and i started asking an old school friend um who had seventh day beliefs and uh yeah, I started asking him questions about spirits and things and, like, what are these things if they're not, you know, well, what is it? And he explained to me how, you know, the devil's angels, you know, they want to trick you into believing. You know, you've got family members there doing things and mm-hmm. um, it, just everything he told me made sense. Um, and finally I just felt like I was learning things that that sat well with me. and mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I started Reading the Bible actually, and um, that was when I was nearly 25. And um, just basically, the first thing I just, yeah, my friend kept saying to me, like, I um, guess when my, my first marriage was falling apart, and um, he said, Just have faith that God will, He's got a plan for you. Just, and he just kept telling me, Have faith, have faith, and just trust in God. And you know, because I had to move from Queensland back down, and um, Everything just kept – I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't have much money um, and I, I thought about buying a trailer to bring my stuff down and then selling it to get the money back. And I was trying to work out how to do it with little money. I was going to get a loan from Centrelink to help pay for a removalist um, and then I couldn't get the money so I'd already booked a removalist just in case. Anyway, This removalist ended up ringing me. I was from like a small town, Dolby, Queensland. That's where I was living at the time. And um, they rang me and said, look, I know you 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 don't have the money, but we actually now have another person from exactly the same town moving the exactly the same day you wanted to. So we're willing to take your stuff and put in storage until you can pay us. Wow. Ours is blown away. And that happened within, you know, a couple of weeks of even – being told have faith in God and he will have a plan mm-hmm. for you. And I was just so moved that th- I had so many like little wink moments like yeah. that happening. God's um, providence really speaks to our yeah. heart. Yeah. I mean, and this is a town that not not a lot of people have heard of. It's mm-hmm. like an hour an, an hour from west of yeah, I've never heard of it. I admit. <laughs> yeah, it's only a small town and um yeah, I was just blown away like exactly the same day in the same town to Newcastle. I was like How long have you been anyway. here now? Uh, I've been back here about 10 years now. Yeah. Oh, okay, My yeah, family yeah. is from down here, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of took off when I was 19. <laughs> okay. And how long yeah. have you been Christian now? Um, 10 years.
1: Oh, 10 years, same time. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, And –
0: Giving away secrets here now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> I do want to talk about your music ministry. Um, so you actually do this with your husband. Yes. Oh, that's so sweet. And you uh, you
4: sing together. You play
1: instruments together. I don't actually yeah. know anything about it. Right.
4: Um, well, I when I became a Christian, that was one of the things. I also all of a sudden I learned to play guitar and um, and sing. Like I never did that before that Mm -hmm. like I used to like singing but I never sang in front of my family or anything or in front of anyone and um I'm only very basic on guitar but I could I could write a song and that was enough for me um when when I was looking for my husband um I was praying please bring me someone who can play a guitar and who likes music and (laughs) he did yeah and so Brad plays guitar he's yeah, he's he's great. Um, he's still learning. He wants to get better and better. And he never sang at all before he met me. And he said so he's still learning all that. So does he write songs as well? Yes. And we we're both writing before we met, and now we're writing together.
1: So you both play guitar. You both write songs, and you both sing now. Yes. What's the name of your duo? Stones of Eden. Stones. Uh, explain that to me. Stones of Eden.
4: This is the question I'd normally hand over to Brad, but uh, <laughs> Brad actually came. He did come up with living stones, but then we Googled it and it was was already taken, so Uh we were sort of playing around with words and eventually, um, yeah, he came up with stones of Eden and, yeah, it came from 1 Peter 2 uh nine to 14 I think you told me to say mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah about us being living stones and um yeah so hopefully he can explain that to you again better some when we time. get him on the show <laughs> <Yeah>. sure
1: <laughs> for a second there I thought maybe because you know you have a love of nature and you particularly like stones well, or something too. yeah yes. yeah
4: so a lot of our yeah and then our song walk amongst the trees that's that's about yeah Yep, Sorry, you haven't asked me No, that, no, go <laughs> on.
1: Babe, tell me more. Walk Among no. the Trees. That that's your latest release, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. What's the song about? And did you write it or did you, he write um, it or both of you collaborated?
4: Started, Brad started that years ago, actually, before I'd met him. And he was—he said to me, oh, I've got this song. He'd written some of it. And he said, oh, I was thinking of throwing it out. I could, don't think I can do anything with it. And I looked at it. I was like no, we need to do something with this. So mm-hmm. we pulled it out and he started showing me what he'd done on it. And then, yeah, I wrote the bridge and we played around with some of the other words and the and the melody and everything. And, yeah, and it ended up what it is. Where is
1: your music ministry taking you? Like do, do you play around the Newcastle area? Like how does, how does it work? How does music All ministry work? All very raw work? at the moment, uh-huh.
4: very new. Uh, we mostly just played our local church at Maitland, mm-hmm. Maitland Seventh Adventist Church. Um So, Uh, best best
0: church in the Newcastle area for anybody who's wondering. (laughs) Come and join us um, 9 30 and 11 o'clock on Mm -hmm. a Saturday morning.
1: (laughs) Is that a a self plug I hear, Lyle?
0: (laughs) An unashamed plug right there.
1: It's all good. So, if someone wanted to hear your music, is their best bet to go to Maitland Church or or where else can they hear your your tracks?
4: Um, Well, that one is on iTunes and Spotify. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. And YouTube and. Wherever else they send it, we mm-hmm. don't really control that. They it does it all by itself. But um, <laughs> um, we do have a Facebook page, Stones of Eden, um, and I'm trying to get used to Instagram and all those things. So you can find us there, and we try to put little little clips up here and there when we're doing practices and recording and things. So, so anyway, how many like,
0: how many songs are you actually working on at the moment?
4: We've so far recorded seven, but. The other six are being mixed and mastered and all those things. Billy Otto, he's amazing. He's actually recording for us. Ah,
0: brother of Melissa Otto. Yes. We play her music here all the time. All the time.
4: Yes. yeah. yeah we, we love the Ottos. Yeah, Melissa led us to Billy, so um, I caught her at Big Camp last year. So, yeah, it was amazing. Oh, he's just brought our songs to life. Like, we give him our acoustic version and say, Billy, help us do this with it. And he just is amazing what he's done with it. So, yeah. Well, it's incredible that, um, you know,
1: 10 years ago, you became a Christian, you had no idea you had all this talent lying underneath the surface, and the Lord's brought it all to the fore, and now He's using it for His glory, for His good. It's, it's such yeah. an encouraging story. I find that over and over, that if you give your life to God, He will grow you and flourish you and use you in such a special way. Now, you do have a bit more of a story. I, I, have, been, I have been told, little birdie came and told me, that you actually um, have a bit of a testimony in terms of weight loss.
4: Oh yes, um, well, I'm very curious about this because I'm currently yeah. trying
1: to lose 10 kilos. So, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> what are
4: your secrets? <laughs> well, a year ago I was—I've kind of haven't looked at the chart. It's over 10 kilos I've lost in that last year. Um, in the last couple of months, I've lost probably 8.8 kilos wow. or something. Yeah, basically, I just. We were doing a mummy and daddy fit program, which was through um, a Facebook thing I found, Mm -hmm. um, Shani and Julius's program. Um, But basically, it's stripping right back to having a clean eating diet. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, you know, your protein, whatever you choose to have, and vegetables, as much green vegetables as you can. Um, And yeah. Was the transition
1: hard to like eating lots of vegetables?
4: Um, It was weird having vegetables for breakfast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I actually grew to really enjoy it. Savory <laughs> breakfast
1: is good, actually. I do. Yeah, yeah, it was weird when you start doing savory breakfast because we're so Australian and like, you know, the wheat bakes and
4: fruit thing. But now, yep. yeah.
0: So how long have you been having vegetables for breakfast for?
4: Well, I've kind of slackened off a little bit since our eight-week program's finished and now I'm having oats and things as well now because um, you kind of had to cut the carbs right back during the program. It helps you lose the weight really quick. It's mm-hmm. sort a of carb cycle, so you can look into that if you wish. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but, yeah, it is nice having vegetables. I was having it nearly every morning once I got used to the idea. <laughs> yeah.
1: So you've lost, like, I think it's close to 20 kilos now, I guess. I
4: have. Well, yeah, I have been 20 kilos heavier before after I had my first son, Ryan. Yeah, tell me about your kids. Yeah, I have a son, Ryan. Um, he's from my first marriage. mm mm-hmm. um, we have some problems, like difficulties with him. He's high functioning autism, ADHD, ODD, okay. anxiety. How
0: do you How do you manage to run a music ministry? I was just, just to
4: say, <laughs> and lose twenty kilos <laughs>
1: and, and have a special needs kid. <laughs> I think, and a three year old. Well. We have we and are and in the presence of
0: a super mum. Right yes,
4: here. <laughs> I'm in awe. <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. yeah. So, and we have a three year old, which my mum is um, thankfully looking after at the moment, so I could be here. So, I do
1: just want to quickly know in our last couple of minutes here, how how like in particular. Particularly, how do you stay on top of your relationship with God when you have so many things you're juggling, Um, you know, particularly an autistic child in the family?
4: It's tough. Um, A lot of the time the days go and I think, oh, you know, like I I haven't sat down for that hour or, you know, any time to spend that time with God in the morning, especially mornings, it's so busy. Um, I really, I do struggle with that. But the other day I sat down and while Jacob was doing stuff, I... I sat and I was reading um, To Know God. It's one of my favourite little books. And, uh, it, yeah, it was just amazing what it was, talking. it was talking about, making sure you spend that time with God every day um, and it was talking about witnessing and how like one of my problems has always been is I get scared to witness because I, I worry that I don't know enough theology because mm, yeah, it wasn't brought Don't we all? Yeah, so one of my biggest fears was not being able to answer questions so I'd kind of hide and not mm-hmm. try to put myself out there. And this was all talking about this and, and then Brad come home and said to me, sorry, I can't come with you to this interview and I was like (gasps) (laughs) I I actually got upset and it wasn't at him he thought I was upset with him I was like no it wasn't you I said I was upset I was having this battle with myself I, I, I was I was wanting to be a Jonah and just run away like I was wanting to just run away but I ended up saying I could just hear this little voice the Holy Spirit saying you can do this
1: Amen. We certainly can do this through him. And we are now going to listen to your song, Walk Among the Trees. I'm so excited to be hearing this. Um, thank you very much for coming in. We really appreciate your time.
4: Thank you so much for having me.
2: This world is moving way too far no way it's gonna last everybody's getting what they can no meaning to last it's just living
1: Shop in Aubrey. Really? Where is it? It's the Adjo Op Shop at 805 David Street. They have all these cool clothes for the whole family and great stuff for the house as well. And the people there are so friendly, they love a chat. <laughs> Sounds good. It gets better. If you mention you heard this ad on Faith FM, you can fill a bag of clothes for just $5. Well, I'm in. Mean, when is it open?
2: They're open every Wednesday and Thursday from 9 to 3. Looks like we'll have to make a date. Remember, it's the Adjo Op Shop at 805 David Street. I'll see you there next week. to Faith FM, positively different radio.